What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J from 12th Street Talkback. Need a little bit of morning inspiration or aspiration in your life? Head on over to 12th Street Talkback on Spotify, iHeartMusic, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now on Acast from 7 a.m. Monday through Friday for just two minutes a day. Let's get inspired together. What's up, guys? Welcome to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another day that God has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You guys, I just love saying that. I was reminded of that a couple weeks ago, listening to the Steve Harvey show, and he was talking about how his mother used to say to him all the time because she was a, um, a Sunday school teacher. Before he would go to, to school, she would say, and remember, son, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And it, he reminded me of that because our, our, my grandparents used to say that. My grandmother especially used to say that when she doing her sermons or, you know, in, in, in anything that she was doing when it was pertaining to God. And I just want to give him thanks this morning. I want to give him thanks for all the things that he's doing. I want to give him thanks for the new mercy and the new grace that he bestows upon us every day because it is new mercy and it is new grace. Amen. Amen. Listen, guys, today I want to talk to you about the flow of relationships. But before we get into that, ladies, have you poured into yourself today? And I mean, really, really poured into yourself today. Sometimes we get so sidetracked with the things that we're doing, even with me asking you guys to take under your wing another lady or another young girl and try to mentor to her to show her her value and her growth. Still remember that you have to take some time for yourself. You got to pour into yourself so you can have something to give back to others. Amen. Guys, I still been pouring into myself. I still been reading my word. I still been reading my books from the Daily Grace Company. I got into one today called the Meditations of the Heart. And it's a little workbook as far as as well as literature. And I tell you, when it taught me some things about myself and I had to answer truly. And, and, and that's one of those things where... You know, nobody's going to see the answers but you, but then it also puts you in deep thought. Yeah, girl, that was me up in here today. <laughs> but glory be to God, he is keeping me and he's keeping me around a group of family and friends that love me and I love them and we adore each other. And that's how this conversation came up. I was having a conversation with my sister and I brought up. Um, something that our bishop had said at the end of one of his services and he, we were he was talking um he wasn't particularly talking about this um this um topic he was talking about something total different in 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 his his sermon but at the end of it he kind of got real with the whole congregation and he said you know um wives submit yourself until your husband like God's God wants you to and then he said husbands and love your wives as you love God and love yourself and then he went on and and, and he said you know husbands 
if you loved your wives the way that you love yourself and the way that you love God and you put God before everything, you wouldn't have a problem with your wife submitting herself unto you. And I really thought about that. And I thought about it and I was having a conversation earlier today with one of my sisters and we were talking about that that topic. And I was on a flow. I was on a flow of my conversation because I'm a talkative person and um, I wrote it down. I said, you know, that's something I need to talk about real quick in one of my segments. The flow of relationships. Because it's true what he said. Women by nature, we're emotional creatures. So, And we're nurturers. We want to nurture everything that comes into our lives. We don't want anything to happen to our man. We don't want anything to happen to our children. And we get beside ourselves, taking off our earrings, ready to fight. If anything happens to someone that we love, because we are emotional. At the same token, you can look at it like when you guys first met and started dating. When you first met each other, you were on your best behavior. I know I was, kind of, sort of. I was. I met my husband one night. It was on a snowy night. And I had invited him over. And I was, I thank God for this part of it. I thank God that I was just me. I didn't have my hair all dude up. And I had, didn't have on the makeup that I usually wear. It was just me and a t-shirt and some sweatpants. And I was just being me. Just being Victoria. And I thank God that he got to see me that way before he saw the next time he saw me, he saw the girl with the makeup and the hair and the fly gear and the designer clothes and the designer handbag. But I said that to say we're always on our best behavior when we first meet our, our significant others. Whether you be single right now or whether you be married, we're always on our best behavior. But what happens when the flow of the relationship starts to get interrupted? What happens when you're at your best for the first couple weeks or first couple days, first couple months, and y'all finally have that small tiff? What happens when you don't, you met your lady, let's say fellas, you met your lady and you were in the club or you met her at a grocery store, even coming off the job. Let's say you met her and she was all dolled up and, and, and looking good and smelling good and you just she just blew your mind. Same thing with you ladies. Let's say that he was all smelling good and looking good and had a nice fresh cut. His outfit was nice. And y'all was just beside yourself in love, in fantasy love, texting calling each other you telling your girlfriends how he texts you a good night after y'all just hung up the phone and all that good yummy stuff that goes with relationships and then bam you have your first disagreement and it upsets the flow of the relationship that's the telltale signs do you know the telltale signs is of is this the person that you really want to be with after all the personas are taken down after everything that we've tried to show each other that we wasn't because it's brand new so we're trying to show each other all the things that we weren't we're trying to hide the fact that you know we might have acne under that makeup we trying to hide that fact that we might have an attitude and he he don't want to see that side of me 
or fellas how about you're trying to hide the fact that you are are not as sensitive as you're trying to put on for her to be that you're a little bit cocky a little bit arrogant and may have some anger issues but we trying to put all that on hold because we're whispering sweet nothings to each other what happens when the flow of the relationship stops and you start to see that person without the makeup and you start to see him without his charm and charisma because women as I said by nature we are emotional creatures and fellas I'm going to tell you when she takes off all that makeup and all that hair and those nails and what have you she wants you to see her for herself and her natural beauty but ladies we do present that to them and that's the way they would expect us to still be when they met us and to my fellas when you see her with the makeup and the nails and all that stuff on I know that's what you want to see from your lady but are you really being realistic that this is how she's going to look every day and the same thing I can say the same thing about the women are you really being realistic about what that that's what you're going to see every day no we not and the telltale signs come through when we have our first argument and that's when you should know right there when you start to see other people's characteristics come out And we want to mask them and apologize to one another in the dating phase when that's the phase that we really need to be getting to to get to know that individual. It's time to take down some of the the, the, uh, fraud. My belief is we would have a lot of marriages and, and, and a lot less divorce. And a lot more relationships coming together without the domestic violence and all of that good stuff that goes around it. If we actually just be ourselves when we first meet a person, if he met you and you were fly when he met you, that very same week, he should be able to see you naked. And I'm not talking about naked as far as the body. I'm talking about with no makeup on. I'm talking about with that attitude, if you have an attitude, if that's not the true you, he should be able to see that sometime during that week. Same thing for you, fellas. If you got anger issues or you're insecure and jealous, she should be able to see that about you that first week. Because some women find that attractive. Some women find a jealous man attractive. And I'm just going to keep it real. That's why I always say there's always somebody for some. There's always somebody for somebody. But if we don't start keeping it real in some of these relationships, then we're wondering why the flow got messed up. We're wondering why we still don't feel giddy. Because men, women will be submit to you as much as you want them to submit to you because they are emotional creatures and they are protective over everything that they think that is theirs from their children to their men to their households but women men are givers by nature so they will give to the best of their ability to accommodate you as a woman 
prime example is me and my past relationships for both so most of you know i've been married three times and i have not hid that from any of my listeners my first marriage i really don't count that simply because we were both in our 20s 2021 when we said our due and we didn't know what was to come but in my second marriage we both knew we wanted to be financial stable and we went about it all the wrong way. His idea of being financially stable wasn't my idea of being financial stable. My idea of being financial stable wasn't his idea of financial stable. And when we finally talked about it, when we got a divorce, we looked at each other. And he said, you know what? I thought you was going to be my sugar mama. And I had to be honest and admit to him, I thought you was going to be my sugar daddy. So we were both putting up personas. And we're, we, I don't even know if we ever really got to know who each other was. Now, in this marriage, I was very specific. I told God I wanted a man of God. <laughs> and ladies, you got to be specific with that thing. Same thing with my gentleman. You got to be specific. And God gave me a man of God. But here's the deal. We're both flawed. None of our us are perfect in this walk with God or relationships. Now, people say relationships take work. I do wholeheartedly believe that. But I also believe if you would nip some of the stuff in the bud in the beginning, then you don't have to worry about the flow of your relationship being thrown off. If you realized in her that she was mouthy, and she was quick to catch an attitude and, and the jealous type. And that's not something that you wanted to be, you wanted to put up with. You should have nipped that in the bud the first or the second week after y'all started dating. Same thing with you women. If you knew he was the jealous type, constantly calling, checking up on you, wanting you to check in. And he wasn't just doing it because it was a sweet thing to do. You should have known right there if he's jealous that he got some anger issues. And that's a fact. If you really sit down and be honest with yourself, that is a fact. That is a fact. We all have some characteristics in us. I'm going to tell you what. My husband wasn't ready for Vicky when Vicky came out. That's my alter ego. He wasn't ready for the sassy, opinionated, can fly off the tongue, ready to fight at the, at the, at the drop of the dime. You ain't going to tell me I ain't need no man. I can do this by myself, girl. He wasn't ready for her. He was used to sweet Victoria. He was used to the one that always had a smile. He was used to the one that always whispered sweet nothings. He was used to the one that said she loved the Lord. But when Vicky came on the scene, he was like, I don't know where she came from. And vice versa. When his alter ego came on the scene, I didn't know where he came from. So we're all flawed. But when we can do something about the people that we choose to bring into our life, if we nip some of this stuff in the bud in the beginning. I was reading out of Ecclesiastics and I was reminded when I was talking about this thing, talking about relationships and things earlier. And I was reminded um, in Ecclesiastics, they say that they perceive it to be 
a book that was written by King Solomon. And he was talking about the vanities of the world. And he was talking about all the things that he went searching for with all his wisdom and all his splendor because he was already rich beyond measure because God had promised David that Solomon would be rich and he had promised Solomon when Solomon prayed to God in the beginning of his reign and he asked God show me how to lead your people give me wisdom so God said to him since you didn't ask for riches But you ask for wisdom concerning my people. I'm going to make you rich beyond your glory. You are going to be glorified. Solomon was one of God's favorite people. But in the book of Ecclesiastic, it's sad that the teacher that's talking about wisdom, pleasure, power, riches, and religion, and other things, it was said that it's Solomon. But he went on to tell a little story about how everything that we do is uh, vanity, vanities. And we sometimes go searching for things that's just blowing in the wind that we'll never find answers to. But he went on to talk to our man about being a man and working hard. And, 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 and storing away money and all this good stuff. But what use is it if you don't have anybody to share that with? You're just laboring to store it up. And when you move on, if you don't have a significant other and no children, all you're laboring every time that you went out there to toil, because that's what it call it in the Bible. You're doing that for someone else anyway. And he made a discovery. It's better to be with somebody. It's better for two than to do it by yourself and be doing it in vain. It's better to share. So I said all that to say, women, when we're always talking about, I don't need no man, that's so not true. And we need to really stop telling ourselves that we don't need a man. But what we need to start asking ourselves is, did we see the telltale signs of that man or that woman for my men? That we could avoid the disaster and some of these train wrecks that is going on in our society today. We can avoid the divorce rate being so high and we can avoid some of the domestic violence that's out there because all of us have telltale signs all of us have those telltale signs where we know that something about a person just ain't right and it may be that it's not just not right it may be it just may be it's just not for you everybody has somebody Everybody has somebody that they want to love and everybody wants to be loved and there are certain people that want to be with certain people But then there's certain people we got this saying is relationships is like oil and water. But it's not supposed to be that way. That's not how God designed it for relationships to be like oil or water or the old saying opposites attract. Yeah, I can get down with that just a little bit. Opposites do do attract. But can you tell when it's uh, opposites attracting or when it's toxic? Because the flow of the relationship 
is not the same when everybody starts taking down walls and taking down personas. And for my men, I want to tell you, don't try to meet a woman and turn her into what your idea of a woman is. If you met her at the club with her friends, then she likes the club. If you met her at the strip club and she was a stripper, she's going to be a stripper. So why are you, you met her, you started dating her when she was a stripper. So now why are you trying to make her wife material? If that was what you was looking for, then you shouldn't have been in the strip club trying to find her. And the same thing with my women. If you was looking for a businessman, then you shouldn't have settled with the brother that had all the swag and a pocket full of money. And then now you don't want a regular nine to five guy. You want the rich guy. Well, if you wanted a rich guy, you should have went out there and found your rich guy. We play so many different in relationships. We play so many different um, responsibilities on a person that sometimes we're not willing to do ourselves. And I'm guilty of that as, as well. In my past relations and even relationships and even in my current one, I'm guilty of placing responsibility on my mate that I wasn't willing to do. But for some reason in our head, us women, we have this fantasy world, the picket fence and the house. But we don't go looking for that type of material because we didn't want the boring man. We didn't want the man that was working nine to five. We never really want them until they become successful. And then we want them then. But you wasn't willing to go through the trenches with that man to work. And I'm not talking about trenches of the relationship. Because I am so tired of people saying relationships take work. Yes, it does take work. But some of this stuff can be avoided because sometimes opposites don't always attract. And we already know that oil and water don't mix. So sometimes it's like trying to uh, fit a square peg into a round hole. And we keep at it and keep at it and keep at it. And it's just not going to fit. So we have to really be realistic to some of the stuff that we're asking of our mates and and some of the stuff that we ask people to do for us to change for us because relationships they have to have a flow you have to have that same chemistry that you had when you first met them fellas if you was opening up the car door when you first met her then she wants to see that same characteristic If you had charm and charisma when you first met her, she wants to see that same characteristic. She doesn't want to to deal with you if you're angry all the time. And that was just a front. And the same thing to my women. If you were nice and sweet when he first met you, he don't want to see that neck rolling, tongue popping, foul mouth young lady. He wants to see the same woman that he met when he met you. And that can open up a whole nother 
realm of things when you're talking about making people change because you know some of you fellas you have this whole thing with um intercourse sexual relations you got this all mixed up you've been so busy running around here looking at porno that when you meet a woman and you know what she is and what she's all about and what you like about her when you first have intercourse but why are y'all determined to all the fantasies in y'all head y'all want a woman to perform y'all need to cut that out stop trying to make her into your porn star and the same thing for women don't be telling him all that stuff that you gonna do over the phone and whispering that sweet nothings if you know that's not really your character because there are some women out there that'll do what you won't do and then now we're mad we're in a whole realm of things now if we're not keeping ourselves in the same uh, pattern that we were in and being an authentic self when we first meet someone then when we start changing in the relationship we wonder what happened to the flow of the relationship oh when I met him he was so nice and sweet oh when I met her she was so pretty now I come home she got her hair tied up in scarves and sweatpants a tore up t-shirt man that's not what I wanted so we still got to start doing some of the same things and if that wasn't the person that you wanted to present to him or her they should have knew that before that first week was over and if we do some of these things we will avoid having a lot of these marriages tore apart a lot of domestic violence going on because you know a crazy lady when you see her fellas and vice versa man you know when she can be off the hook if y'all even out somewhere at the mall and she think that you looking at somebody else, she go into something. And that's another thing. Disrespecting each other by looking at other people when you're out. That's another thing. That's disrespectful to a woman, fellas. And females, it's disrespectful for us to say what you don't do another ado will. Because I'm not going to say the N-word. I'm not going to say it with a G-A or E-R. Because I think that's been thrown around enough. But I digress. I just went into another one of Victoria's closet rants. (laughs) That's a topic for another day. But here's the thing. If we don't start being our authentic self, we will always end up in messes. That we don't want to be in. And then we start looking at each other funny. Fellas start looking at your girl like she get on my nerves. Something that she say just make you sick. Or even being in the bed with her and you turn over and she got that head scarf all jacked up on her head. And that's not what she was doing in the first few weeks that you was dating her. So then your eye starts to wonder. And the same thing with our females. If he's not doing what he's, you are accustomed to him doing when y'all first get together, then your eye starts to wonder. But here's the thing. Both of y'all on the same stuff. Because if you've been together long enough, neither one of y'all want to let each other go. Because for women, I know we have the conversation. And our conversation is this. Man, I done put too much time in, in with him to be trying to train another one. 
And for fellas, y'all conversation piece is, I didn't put too much time into her to get another one. I didn't put too much time and money into her to get another one. But then somebody start dipping. And most of the time it's the fellas, I'm going to say that. But it's the women too. We got a whole nother generation of women out here with, with different attitudes. But then when you bring that other significant party in there, things start to get dangerous. Feelings start to get hurt. But some of the stuff could have been avoided in the beginning before you said I do. Or before you took that relationship to the level of we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we're moving in together. A lot of this stuff can be avoided. People show you who they are within the first few weeks of you guys dating. And if you really think back on it, you, you'll be able to identify and agree. But I, I will say this, and I'll say it again. Women are emotional creatures and we are natural nurturers. So if we love you, we love you. When you start switching it up on us, that's when you get our alter ego. But for women, I will tell you, tell you about men. Men are natural, naturally, they're givers. They will give you everything that they got to make sure that you're okay. But when you start switching it up on them, trust me, they still going to give. It's just not to you that they're giving it to. Trust and believe that. Because men are givers. I don't care whether they took it from you. Somebody, another woman is going to get it. Whether it be their money or their time. Which brings me into a whole nother realm of things. Time is something that we can't get back. If a lot of us would take the time to find out what the other person is about within the first couple weeks of dating them. And when you start seeing them show you a difference, then we can nip a lot of the stuff in the bud that's going on with our relationships. But Because you can't get time back. That's the only thing that you can't replace in this world. You can replace money. You can replace people. And you can replace things. But you can't replace time. And a lot of us need to sit down and really think about, are we wasting our time in some of these relationships that has been going on for years? Because if you ever talk to an older person, they will tell you that they've been together 20, 30, 40 years. And they had some ups and downs. And they got mad at each other. And they they flew off the handle. But those were real relationships. When it starts evolving and domestic violence is in there. You hitting him, girls, ladies. Because we got some feisty ladies in this generation. And men, the same thing for you guys. You flying off the handle hitting your girl or cheating. If you're not a hitter, then you a compulsive cheater. We could nip some of this stuff in the bud and we keep standing with each other and forgiving each other. No one you finna go out there and do that tomorrow. Because for one, you don't really, you're at the point, the flow is gone. You don't even like each other anymore. But when you start to talk to people with 30 and 40 year relationships, they do tell you it wasn't easy. 
but I bet you they'll tell you it wasn't easy. And they weren't putting their hands on each other. They weren't calling each other out their names. They weren't making him or her feel less than what they are. And if we're sometimes honest with ourselves in the beginning, we can avoid a lot of this stuff. That's just like Eve, when the serpent tempt her to eat off the tree of knowledge or wisdom or just the tree, whatever you guys want to call it. And she went on running back to Adam, enticing him. And when God came looking for him in the garden, his two favorite people that he talked to, they was talking different, acting different. So he already knew what was up. That's the same thing between a man and a woman. When you start acting and talking different, God gave us all common sense to know when something is is not right, if that person is not for you. And sometimes some of us will take love and lust and interpret it for love. We'll take what we think our version of love is and inflict it on someone else, male or female. And then we'll try to turn that person into exactly what we want them to be. And we women, we do it a lot. Because like I said, in our mind, we got the vision of the white picket fence and the house. But we wasn't trying to seek after a man that had all those things because there are some out there. If you wanted a businessman, you should have went and dated one. You shouldn't have been dating the guy with the B-boy swag and possible record and try to mow him into something that would you thought that your version of a man was. Same thing with my men. If you wanted a slim trim girl that looked like one of these supermodels or the Carly B's of the world with the big booties and the big boobs, then you should have went and dated that. Don't take your girl trying to make her into something that she's not. Start talking to her about her weight or making her get implants or some all this stuff so that she can look like somebody that you imagined in your mind. Or somebody that you've seen on TV. Because realistically, if you were able to meet those people in real in real life, could you honestly say to yourself that that person, whoever you're fantasizing about, will pay you the time or the day? And nine times out of ten, you know it for yourself. They ain't. So why are you trying to tear somebody else down to make them be who you want them to be? But I said all this to say it really made sense what he said about women being submissive to their husbands because we are by nature emotional creatures which make us nurse everything that come in our life. And men, you are by nature givers what makes you want to give whether it's monetary or whether it's your love. But a lot of the stuff will be avoided if we actually took a look at the person that's standing in front of us when we first meet them. 
and we take down some of these facades that's running around in this world that is no good for anybody. And I'll go back to saying time. Time is something you can't get back. So if you really truly want a great relationship, you're going to put God first. And you're going to let the man be the head of the household. And let me touch on this real quick. Because a lot of men and women got this whole submissive thing messed up. When the Bible says, wives, submit yourself unto your husband. He means it in everything. But women, we can't go out here and take a regular Joe Blow guy. And expect him to be the head of the household if he's not walking with God. You're not going to get from him what God is requiring of him to do. Because if you were, everything that you do, everything that he does, he's going to take it and he's going to consult with God first. And there's always going to be a flow in your household, in your relationship. And then he's going to come back to you and he's going to expect you to follow his lead. But first, he got to have that flow from the higher power. And then women, don't let these men be telling you that the Bible says submit unto them. Because if they're not walking the walk and talking the talk, who are they to want anybody to submit unto them? Because all you're doing is you're being that. You're being submit, not submissive. He didn't say for the husbands and the boyfriends or whoever, and it really doesn't apply to single people, but they make that something that's in their life. They they think some of these men out here think that just because they heard the tongue before, that it applies to them. No, it don't, brother. It don't apply to you unless you're married. And it don't apply to you unless you unless you're seeking God for everything and you're walking with God. So single ladies, stop letting some of these men fool you about submitting unto your man. It doesn't apply to you until y'all come up under the will of God. And he got to be up under the will of God for it to even apply to the relationship. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it doesn't mean for him to tell you what to do when you're in your marriage. It's a requirement for you to, for him to ask you. But you should already know, especially if you're a woman of God, what is required of you and certain things that you're supposed to do for your man. But when it comes to these, and, I, and I'm, when I said that last statement, I'm talking about when it comes to these worldly men getting married and ain't got God nowhere in it, but think your wife's so supposed to submit unto you. So that the whole last three to five minutes, you're the guys that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the ones that are in church, but sometimes you got some in church that's fronting. And that's a fact. It's a big old front. But they the first ones that'll tell you that you're supposed to be submitting unto me. And if I ain't doing right with you, God gonna chastise me. Well, if you know God gonna chastise you, why are you falling out of the will of him anyway? I'm just saying. 
but we can peel back layers on this thing of what a woman and what a man could do all day and everybody's going to have their different opinions this 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 is just my opinion it's just that my opinion I might have a lot of people, a lot of women disagree with me and a lot of men disagree with me. I might have a lot of women agree with me and a lot of men disagree with me. That's okay. It's just my opinion. But I know this for a fact. If we start looking at people, the way they present themselves to us, the first time we have a following out or disagreement or argument, we can avoid half of these divorces and half of these relationships going sideways. Because if he shows you that he can, his anger is, 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 is at the point where it's out of control and he don't know how to control it in public or behind closed doors, that's just who he is. Don't try to fix him up to be something that you'd have made up in your mind that he is. And if she shows you that she'll fight at the drop of the dime because another woman looking at you and you may not be paying attention to that other woman. That she got some jealousy issues. And it's always going to be some drama when y'all out. That's a telltale sign. Or if he's a liar or if she's a liar. It's always, they always going to find something to lie about. And some of this can be nipped in the bud. And a lot of hearts can be saved from broken. If we stop putting on all these personas when we first meet someone. And thinking it's okay to keep pretending. Because at some point in the relationship, the masks do come off. And we, as humans, we don't like what we see. And we want to trade it in for something new. And that is a fact. But you can't do that once you say, I do. Some people do. Divorce rates are so high right now. It's to the point where... People just going to going getting married and getting divorced in a year. And it's it's just getting ridiculous. So I just thought it was something that, you know, guys, it was the conversation, it was so much better than I could ever present it to you. You had to be a fly on the wall. But it was positive. It wasn't nothing negative. And it just made me think. It made me really think. And it, it made me think about my past relationships and even the one that I'm in now. Me and my husband are by far not where we need to be in our relationship. But we're working on it. But I believe that he could tell you as well as I can tell you. If I had have known this. then maybe I would have backed up a little bit. But it's a work in progress. And I'm not telling anybody to break up. I'm just telling you to take a deeper look into your relationships. And that's for my couples and for my single ladies. Take that advice from from couples like me. Because the telltale signs are there within the first few weeks. It really is. 
with that being said guys i hope you enjoyed the conversation tonight where transparency is our love language over here at 12th street talk back we try to be as transparent as we can be the show is moving right along and i will say again thank you spain thank you england for always coming in at 100 percent. thank my people in the united states are always coming in in the 80 90 percentile you guys tell a friend share 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 we have a new web page it's on pod page you can go over to pod page and look up 12th street talk back and you can listen to the episodes for free as well as they're always free on all platforms but it's just one step over there you just put in 12th street talk back and then the library just flow for you we just signed up for that continue to check in with 12th street talk back for new any episodes on my facebook page i'm really trying to get the following up over there so in the next couple weeks i'm going to be pushing anybody that you turn on to the show have them go over to spotify amazon music apple podcast Acast, we're on Acast now. We on our iHeart Radio now. We're on Google Play. I mean, the platforms, the list just gets bigger and bigger as the listing and the following goes up. I do want to give you guys a little update on the ads real quick. We are at available we just have not got scripts yet for some reason anchor is saying that the ads are backed up i guess everybody was making a podcast during the pandemic and it just goes as whoever has the most followings every day and gets the most uh the highest ratings on a weekly or a monthly basis how that that's how they shell them out i have inquired about it several times and i did tell them that you guys help make my show what it is today so we're still just in the waiting process of getting our script so that we can start getting sponsored and then they're gonna hook they're gonna hook us up with a company that is kind of like they hook you up with a sponsor that it, it, it's around your your content, if that makes any sense. So by us being a lifestyle slash coach slash for the community, and we just talk about a genre of things, you know, it's taken them a little bit. I mean, hopefully we'll get hooked up with someone like Better Me. And I'm saying that we don't have that for legal purposes. Those are not our sponsors, but I'm just throwing it out there. That's an example of what, you know, they might have us hooked up with. I did, however, I want to tell you guys about this. I did, however, sign us up to be um, on a website and hopefully we'll be promoting some products. Waiting to hear back from that. I'm not going to call any names out yet because I'm still praying about it. Y'all get you guys lift me up in prayer and hopefully we'll get some sponsorships from outside of anchor until they can get what they need for us done with all that said guys love on each other love on your relationships love on couples love on your your man your woman single ladies and single men make sure you look for those telltale signs in that person and we'll see you the next time the same channel the same show peace and blessings